Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 236. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Deep breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. The breath can only be experienced in the now. You cannot breathe in the past. You cannot breathe in the future. All things are happening now. Scan the body for any tension. Scan the mind for any tension. Give all your worries and concerns to God the I Am. Allow yourself to feel heavy and perfectly supported. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. Be here now. I send you all love and I hope you're feeling good, feeling God. It has been a while since the last episode. I believe it was July 18th where we recorded episode 235. And as 18 equals 9, it would suggest an ending but a new beginning. And that's exactly what I've been experiencing. I cannot speak for all of you, but since we are interconnected, I am another you. I can only imagine that you are also experiencing endings and beginnings, whether it be in the physical realm or within. The recognition of thought structures or beliefs that you have outgrown and now finding yourself with a clear intention to experience the next thing. What's next? So as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to refer to the Galactic Oracle to receive some clarities or information in regards to our current state of being, state of mind. We will also refer to the Archangel Oracle deck and see which Archangel might be acting as the overseer or the archetype of this next phase or cycle. while remembering or being so mindful to remember that what's next is what is now. Our current dominant thoughts, feelings, and emotion are what are what we can expect next. The fruition, the culmination, the manifestation of those most dominant thoughts, feelings, and emotions. 
And I don't know about you, <laughs> but I need some clarity as I have found myself teaching again, working with the infants. I did not expect my life to go in that direction. I have already quit three times in my mind, but I am proud of myself for sticking to it and challenging myself to continue something that don't feel good. Why would I do that? Because it don't feel good right now. But that doesn't mean that is the final experience. I am only seeing a very small piece of the picture. So not very wise to remove yourself from an experience where you have not gathered more data. So wherever you are finding yourself, don't give up. Stick to it. Don't force yourself to feel good in a situation that don't. But challenge yourself to be patient enough to experience the moment where things will start to feel good. God has you. And wherever you are planted, that's where the I am knows you can grow. But that initial growing does not feel good. When the seed is cracking to be germinated, I can only guess that experience is confusing. It's in the dark. You feel broken. But that's not the case. There is new life being born through those cracks. So please know all is well. Only love is real. Only God is here. Yes. Deep breath. We will be pulling three cards from the Galactic Oracle, so to honor the illusion of time, to get more information in regards to the timeline we are currently in. And as we know, we are in the now, but the now is infinite. In the realm of probability, anything can happen. Everything is in existence right now. And the thoughts, feelings, emotions would determine what happens, but everything is existing. Card number one. Homesick. Sadness. Lonely. Card number two. Faith. Miracles. Grace. Card number three. Christ Consciousness, Oneness, Unity. The fourth card will be an Angelic Helper, and as the fourth position represents divine and perfect support, this angel might be the representation of the tool or the resource that we can utilize to support us through the first three cards. Message number four, Archangel Mikael, showing up with the will, number ten, representing a new beginning. We will touch on the reading one card at a time, and you, while using your discernment, 
will be able to determine how the message is appropriate to your life or not. Meaning, please use your discernment. Only take the information that resonates in your heart space. We will address the reading from the perspective of the collective first. In regards to homesick, sadness, or lonely, doesn't it seem logical that as we are at a new beginning, the humanoid is perceiving that as an ending? Even the idea of rapture, we are under the impression this means we will lose something, something will be taken from us. This is not the truth. As energy cannot contract, it only expands. So we will be integrating that which we are think we are letting go of. We will be utilizing it in a more sophisticated way in regards to referring to the lessons and the blessings that we've got gathered along the journey. So there is intense energy building up. And it might be attributed to the thought structures that are collapsing. If the foundation is not love or above, it's wobbly and it will not withstand the more refined density we are finding ourselves in. So collectively, many brother-sister beings are feeling confused because we have been looking to and attaching to the outpictured world for a sense of security. And as those illusions of security are being revealed, meaning now we know God is our security, not the outpictured world. Our disciplined thoughts are our security, not the things that we get. Our capacity to create like God is our security. And the outpictured world, Earth, is the evidence of that which we have created, or rather, miscreated. So it is working for us that the social memory constructs would be dissolving. Because that foundation was built upon the illusion of division separation. So although it feels like, collectively, we are losing something, a sense of security ourself, we are actually gaining a deeper knowing of thyself. To release what we think we have come to know of ourself, so God can fill that space with a real knowing, a true knowing, that we are divine, that we are one with God, the I am at all times. Which brings us to message number two, faith. What is faith? If we simplify, faith might be the knowing of how the universe works, that the thought will always precede the manifestation, that we would need to experience the illusion of duality in order to transcend it. Faith is the knowing without knowing, an inner knowing beyond the five senses, no evidence or proof. This is also your discernment. Your discernment might be the generator of faith because it doesn't need to know in order to know. It don't need proof. It does not need convincing. It knows the truth, and the truth is truth. It does not need explaining or defending. 
in the idea of miracles and grace. When we come to know our established connection to that which we call God, we will begin to experience the miracles, but it's within. The miracle is the purification of the mind, the correction of all errors. And that correction within is recognized and perceived in the outside world. Things that we had grievances with tend to sort of harmonize themselves. All density is crystallized, you might say, and neutralized. No longer are we demonizing energy because we know we are connected with God the I Am, that only God the I Am is here. In the idea of grace, this is the memory of our divinity. The inner knowing that we have come from a pure source. So the first part of the message for the collective might suggest the chaos and destruction is the catalyst for our grace. We are being pushed in a corner, you might say, and, and as we are in that corner, our abilities and our realizations will be activated. How else can you know what you're capable of unless there are experiences to stimulate or trigger those capabilities? And that's the illusion of the ending. It is guiding us within to refer to that steady, grounded, anchored space that holds us instead of the wobbly, finicky outside world. In regards to the third message, Christ Consciousness, Oneness and Unity, this would suggest that the current timeline we're in is working for us. Every change is a blessing right now, and every ending is actually a new beginning. I can only speak for myself, but I'm in a situation that doesn't feel really good in regards to the job I have accepted. They need a lot of help. And I am ending up, without intention, causing a disruption. Bringing the light to that which was covered. Bringing awareness to the unknown, making it known. So I've been in conflict with self. I don't want to be difficult or intense. I don't want to shake things up. But I also have no say, meaning God has planted me in this situation for a reason. And I am able to recognize or perceive, observe those things that are not clear knowing yet, meaning just little things that the school needs help with. And they have been so comfortable operating in a routine that they were not even aware that we have been doing things incorrectly. So since I am suggesting changes in regards to these errors, it is being received as an attack or as if I am being difficult. That is not what my intention is. It is to calibrate us all on the same page. And in this specific experience, it is for the well-being of the children. So when it comes to the matters of the heart, Never be afraid to speak up. Never be afraid to stand in your truth. 
if the intention is pure. In regards to the collective, we might be finding ourselves in a situation that don't feel so good. But as Christ consciousness would have it, this would suggest that that situation needs to happen so we can become one with that which we prefer to happen. To get rid of the density. It's like we are the gardener and we're getting rid of all the weeds so that we can create an open, beautiful ground to plant new seeds, to have new growth. Message number four, Archangel Mikael with the world, rather the will. The will in Tarot traditionally represents a time for positive change. It is the energy of a sudden, fast movement forward. It's the idea of fortune, Midas touch. If you believe in luck, this would be a lucky card. This is the message that says, things might have been stagnant, and although your intention was clear, your preferences may not have been revealing themselves as quickly as you would have liked them to. So collectively, this would suggest patience is a lesson for all of us. We are all being guided to wait. And what are we waiting for? I can only speak for myself, but as another you, we might be waiting for the clear vision, meaning what? To see our situation the way God sees it. We're not asking God to remove us from a situation that don't feel good. We're asking to see it the way God does so we can withstand it. We're not asking God to take away the things that feel lower vibrational. We're asking for the resilience and the boldness to be able to stand in it. Why? Because everything serves a purpose. And even the negative situations are working for us. It will bring the data, the information that supports us moving forward. And why would we go through the negative in order to receive the positive? I'm not sure that's a message that maybe we should talk to God about. You know, this earth realm is very fascinating. So I'm not qualified to speak on why we sometimes need to experience the negative in order to receive or appreciate the positive. If we keep it general and simplify, I have come to know this is a symbiotic experience. The negative and positive are working together. So Mikael showing up with the will with number 10 is saying, everything you have been experiencing is preparing you for the new beginning. And the new beginning is profound. It is not a walk in the park, you might say, and not a beginner course. We are experiencing those things that are sometimes difficult to be the catalyst that would allow us to experience what is coming next. And what's coming next? Your wish fulfilled. Your reality you prefer. Your thoughts becoming things. So you might say, God, the I am is giving us an opportunity to get through the most dense thoughts that we are currently keeping active so we can create the quantum space for that which will 
be the product of those dense thoughts, meaning what? Pain and suffering is the catalyst for healing. Confusion is the catalyst for clarity. How? Well, doesn't it seem logical? In your confusion, you are intending clarity. In your sadness, you are intending happy. In your alone, you are intending companionship. Everything serves a purpose. So let us simplify the reading. And it would be, again, up to you to determine how it is attributed to your life or not. Yes. In the idea of homesick, sadness, and lonely, this would be the reminder that we have descended. We were already ascended, resting in God the I Am. How do we know? Because that's the only source here. And with the next message, faith, grace, which represents the memory of our divinity, this is that steady, established, direct line of communication to God. How can we have that direct line unless we were already there first? It's like we tethered ourselves, lowered ourselves into the dark cave. The third message of Christ consciousness would be the idea that we have come to create heaven on earth as we are the Christ. What is the Christ? The mediator between heaven and earth because it is that which brings all things together. This might be referred to as the subconscious that connects the conscious and superconscious. It is that middle man. The message of the will. Give yourself credit. There are so many victories to celebrate, and one of the main ones is that we have made it to this point of development. It has not been easy. It was never supposed to be. But it is so easy, so we make it difficult. So you're not alone. And sometimes when you feel alone, this is your guidance, your angelic helpers, teachers, or counsels trying to get your attention in the realm that you can't perceive, meaning beyond the five senses. In your faith, the knowingness that you have come from God, you don't need to force or make things happen. The path will be revealed to you, but it is your expectation that determines what you will experience. Sometimes your expectation is that which creates the suffering. So what are we saying? In order to have a equilibrated expectation, meaning it is the most appropriate thing to want, we need to first accept what is. We need to accept what is so that we can find ourselves in an expectation that's more appropriate. If you're not accepting what is, your expectation is only going to create more suffering because you're resisting and then the thing that you don't like is persisting. So first accept what is. Accept that we are here. Accept that your expectation will determine what you experience. But again, 
if you're not accepting, your expectation, you might say, is not harmonious and it creates suffering. The third message of Christ consciousness, you are one with all things. What you want wants you too. And if we simplify, what you want is more so what you're focusing on, what your thoughts, feelings, or emotions are representing. Wherever you have more momentum, that's what you're essentially wanting. So let's say it this way. Focus on what you do want instead of what you don't want. But in the focus of what you do want, accept what is first so you can create the space to receive what you do prefer. In the last message from Archangel Mikael, this is the energy I feel like he's saying, buckle up. You have been pumping the brakes, taking one step forward, two back. But now that we have been accountable for our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and we are setting clear intentions based from the perspective of the purified mind, meaning to correct all errors, to stop blaming the world, to stop pointing the finger, and to look at self. Everything's going to speed up. It's not that the thing that you wanted was not coming. God the I Am knows when we are most prepared to receive it, and we are approaching that time. How do we say this so confidently? Look at the world. The world is the evidence of the inner process, and as the authoritative structure and the social memory constructs are collapsing, this is the evidence of what's occurring within us. We are going through a subconscious reset. And in that space, we are opening our playing field to anything. Anything can happen. Whatever you think you want, it can be yours. But first we need to accept what is. So what is? We are on Earth. It's sometimes difficult because we are animating a vessel which makes us sometimes feel alone. But in that knowing, this might be the indicator we are identifying too much with the personality identity. When you identify as the body, of course you'll feel alone. But when you know yourself to be a mind with a body, you will find yourself surrounded and supported perfectly by love. Archetypes that we sometimes call angels, spirit guides, helpers, teacher, counsel. They're all available right now. So what part of your life are you finding yourself feel alone or lonely in? That might be the area to give your angelic helpers and guides, loved ones, permission to support you. Where are you not having faith? Where are you relying too much on the five senses to determine what you know to be true? Instead of referring to your inner guidance, your discernment, that lets you know without the knowing. Where are you accidentally creating a vibrational gap between you and your desires? instead of seeing yourself already one with it, but not without first accepting what is. Where are you resisting and not accepting? Where, where are you being triggered 
to resist? What is it that you don't want to face or experience? Chances are it's your own thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And where have you almost given up because you have not seen the evidence of your positive outcome? That's the area to get back on track. To try again. But this time in faith. This time in trust. That God has you and it will not put you in a situation that is not for you. Where can you be more patient? Where are you already patient? What areas of your life are you feeling fulfilled and content? Let's utilize some of that momentum and add it to the areas that you don't feel so supported or confident. Yes. As we come to the end of the episode, I just want to express my gratitude and appreciation to all of you, Soul Family. Thank you for being patient as I am finding my way. Initially, when I felt guided to apply for a job, I was in conflict. The conflict was I thought I had to choose between two things. Do I want to focus more on facilitating Osiel the Oracle? Or do I want to go back to being Mr. Robin? The idea that I had to choose between the two didn't feel good. But I went with it. I felt like God was saying, if you just trust me, things will work out in a way that you're not expecting. So as I did get the role at the job, and I am Mr. Robin again, I am finding myself able to utilize the skills that I would have come to understand from OCL. I didn't have to choose. I can have both. So things will always work out in a way that's for you. But the five senses can't comprehend it. So it will only see the problem. And that's okay if there's a problem to solve. So what are we saying? Take the leap of faith. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to think you have to choose one path. You can do it all. But it might be more harmonious to focus on what is in front of you. One thing at a time. And then you might find yourself able to focus on all the things in a way that you didn't even expect. So as I am getting more solid at work. It is my intention to record a podcast episode every Sunday. I say it's my intention because I don't know what God has planned for me, and every time I make a plan, <laughs> it sort of does not unfold that way. So my intention is there for sure to record a podcast episode every Sunday. And I do again appreciate your patience as it has been some time between the last episode and this one. But I would love to believe that it has been giving you the opportunity to g gain more trust in yourself. To gain more faith in your capacity to create. As I am only your brother supporting you, but you have done all the work. 
So thank you again, Soul Family, for your love and support. Please know that I do truly see you in the brightest light. And as the path continues to unfold, our connection is becoming more clear. It's starting to make more sense. We did not come alone. And God is starting to posi position us in the most appropriate experience so that we can do what we came to do. And please know, I am so in awe of the way things have unfolded because I would not have even thought about going back to teaching unless it was for all of you. I thought that part of my life was done. Mr. Robin was over. But that's just another example that only God knows what we intended to do before we got here. And as we got here, we forgot what we intended to do. But the breadcrumbs, the synchronicities and the signs will point you in the right direction if you can just have more trust. And if you can accept what is, the path will be revealed. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. Call upon God the I Am. Ask that it bring us clarity so we can see the experience the way God sees it, so our will can be in alignment with the will of God. And with that said, let us remember, God's will for us is complete happiness. So if you're in a situation that don't feel so good, don't prolong that temporary suffering. That's not the end result. You're on your way. We just need to wait. And it seems like that might be the theme in this message, patience. But in order to be patient, we need to trust. And in order to trust, we need to have faith. Expect a miracle and watch what happens. <laughs>